Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this guy back. His website is inspiration.health. He's a surgeon. He's a physician. He's a, a DO. He's the guy. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez. How are you, Jesse? Good to see you. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm just over here just uh, giggling today. Giggling? Uh, why, why are you giggling? You just feeling good? I feel I feel good, and I think that I found the uh, most stupid study ever, like the most stupid study this entire year. Good. We will get into yeah. the stupid study in a moment. I <laughs> want to start with a piece a piece of video and audio that I start that I, I gave my audience a little while ago. It's Dr. Fauci with Jill Biden, who's a a has got a doctorate in education. They keep on calling her Dr. Jill Biden, like she's an authority on something medical. She's not. Uh, and somebody else, I don't know who she, she was from the CDC or the HHS. I have no clue where she was from. But they did this sort of consortium where they're giving information and allegedly taking calls and emails from people who are asking questions about COVID-19, asking questions about vaccines. And one of the questions was, my husband and I are vaccinated. This is a, a, an elderly female and our grandchildren are coming over. They're not vaccinated. Should we be concerned about our unvaccinated grandchildren? And Fauci's response is, vaccination is always the answer. Jesse, I, I'm, I'm blown away. And then he gets into how uh, it's been approved for those as young as six months old. I'm blown away by this because you and I both know the mortality rate for anybody under 30 is almost zero. The mortality rate for, for children, I think one person died from COVID and, and might have already had a pre-existing condition. Out of all the millions of kids that have had it, that's it. So him saying that is not only misinformation and disinformation, I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it might be dangerous. What do you think? It is absolutely unsound medical advice, 100%. And if I had Fauci in front of me, I would tell him the same thing. It's not sound medical advice. Number one, because it is not safe in children. It can cause adverse effects. They are ignoring it. As a matter of fact, major publications have come forth and called for the vaccine to be halted, especially in those under the age of 18, because of the substantial risk in terms of what these children face without any potential benefit. And number two, you have the potential of compromising the immune system of those young children through antibody-dependent enhancement because their immune system is so young. Grandpa and grandma are going to be just fine. It would not be appropriate, in my opinion, to vaccinate those young children. And there are several studies that have come out to support that. Just crazy. Absolutely crazy. You and I talked about this a little bit before we started today. Why is it that Europe is getting it right, that Israel is getting it right, that around the world they're saying the right things that, you know, in the Nordic countries months and months ago, maybe a year ago now, they said no more males 30 and under should get anywhere near this vaccination. It's causing myocarditis. Why are they getting it right? Why are they halting the vaccine? Well, at the same time, Fauci is still out there pushing it as hard as he can. I think you brought up a great point, and this is something that I talk about with my colleagues all the time. We were actually talking about this today in our chat group. And the thing is, is that the FDA, the CDC, the AMA, corporate medical America all share the same pillow. For instance, there's a big lawsuit in Wisconsin where the um, state and a hospital, the, the Aurora Medical System is being sued because they would not allow a family to utilize ivermectin for one of their loved ones. And so they are being sued for failure to treat, which is malpractice. Great organizations like the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons has filed an amicus brief in support of the ones that are suing the hospital system for not letting them use ivermectin. Yet the American Medical Association, whose CEO, I might add, makes over $2 million a year, filed an amicus brief backing the hospital that they should not be allowed to utilize 
ivermectin in the hospital. And so the whole thing comes down to dollars, dollars and cents. Dr. Merrick, who's testified with Dr. Johnson, has testified how these hospitals are incentivized to get money when they utilize things like remdesivir and vaccines, and the list goes on and on. They all share the same pillow, and I hope that this gets exposed even further with the Republicans having control of the House. Just so that we're clear, there is no doubt anymore that ivermectin works. That's just, that's proven. That's medical studies are backing it up, peer-reviewed studies. We know that ivermectin works, right? Absolutely. It continues to show great efficacy. I have seen this personally in patients that I have taken care of, and you know I've taken care of hundreds of people. Yes. We've seen other physicians across the country utilize it, and there is data that is present. It's revolving data on uh, c19early.com that shows all every paper, good, bad, or ugly, about ivermectin, and it still comes out with greater than 50% efficacy in treating this disease process and preventing people from severe morbidity and mortality. 500 plus thousand lives probably could have been saved if we utilized it. And still the narrative is to attack it. And we just have to keep pounding, pounding away that it does work and keep using it and keep helping people. And I won't back down. I'll certainly use it over and over again. And I appreciate that. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez. Inspiration.health is the website. He does telemedicine. Inspiration.health. Make sure you go and check him out. He also puts all these studies up on his website as well, which is a great knowledge base for those of you who are hearing in your ear from your coworkers, your friends, and your family that you got to get vaccinated, you got to this, you got to that. Go and get real studies and real information. Make sure that you're you're arming yourself with that. I don't know if you, if you saw this. You probably did. But uh, Senator Ron Johnson, once again, got some doctors together in Washington over a couple of days, and it was... It was Dr. Um, um, Peter McCullough. It was Dr. Robert Malone. It was all, all the big players were there talking about what this does and what this doesn't do, what these vaccines do and what they don't do. And, and at the end of it, we have a better knowledge base that the agencies that you mentioned earlier are getting money. They're getting funding from ph- pharmaceutical companies. So you really can't trust what they're saying. You need to trust the experts like you, like the men that I just mentioned, like many others that are speaking out as well. Did you see any of that? And did uh, when the information came out, did you feel better that we're starting to at least get a little bit of education about what's going on? Well, I did. And I was really thrilled to hear individuals like Dr. Merrick be able to give testimony about this entire situation. And it's really unethical because if I did something like that in my practice, if I was paid money to perform a certain procedure or to give a certain medicine that was coming from a pharmaceutical company or the government, I would be guilty of violation of the Stark laws. And so why is it that the federal government's able to do it? And not only that, that they can then tell physicians or hospitals can tell physicians that you can't use something that does work in the hospital like ivermectin or high-dose steroids. And so that is something that I hope eventually will come to the forefront and will end. And we're even seeing this with the military, with the new legislation that they are proposing so that it's not mandatory for our soldiers anymore. Well, over a year ago, whistleblower physicians blew the whistle on the increased amount of blood clots that were occurring. Three U.S. airmen back then developed PEs, pulmonary embolisms, within 48 hours of receiving the COVID vaccine. These are soldiers that are fit. They're the best of the best. They are the airmen, right? They're Air Force pilots. So the whistle was blown by their physician, who is responsible for 4,000-plus pilots, who is saying that I'm going to recommend that we ground the pilots because they could die in the air from things like pulmonary embolism. 
why is it that it was back basically almost a year ago that she's blowing the whistle and it just finally takes up to this point for the information to get out before Congress and the American public? You know why it is? Because we finally got the House. The Republicans finally got the House so we can finally have a forum to let everybody know what's been going on and what's been covered up by Facebook and the CDC and by um, uh, Twitter, uh, which now hopefully we'll be able to get some of that information out. Right. Well, well, let me let me say this. The NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, tried to include, the Republicans tried to include getting rid of the mandate. Biden still wants the mandate. Um, in fact, there are some, some court cases going on that they should all be reinstated, get back pay and everything else. So we'll see how this thing shakes out. But this administration is not moving away from Fauci and the push for the vaccines. In fact, the jabs, they're not even vaccines, the jabs, in fact, on this radio show during commercial breaks on some stations. This isn't, I'm not making any money from this, um, and it's not, it's not sponsoring my show, but many stations will play an ad that says, hey, make sure that you get your updated vaccine booster. It protects you from COVID, the original disease, protects you from Omicron, anything else going. Jesse, as a medical professional as you are, and as good as you are, could you tell me something protects me when you know it doesn't? It doesn't. I don't understand what it, when they use the word "protect." Do they think that they're they're couching it somehow? When you tell me that this shot will protect me from something, I believe it means I can't get it. But you and I both know that I can. Right. Well, there's been so much that's been unethical about this whole process by lying to individuals and saying that once you get the vaccine, you can't get it. Then all of a sudden, oh, whoops, you actually can get it, but it might reduce hospitalization, but you can't spread it. Oh, wait, you can't still spread it even though you've had the vaccine. So the, the lies continue on and on. And the frustrating aspect about this is that it seems like um, no one's really listening. It seems like the same narrative is being played out over and over again. And what's happening is that people aren't really getting good informed consent when they have gone to get the vaccines. As right. a matter of fact, one of the studies that I brought today that was done in collaboration with the public health um, collaboration unit out of uh, London stated this very thing. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, is this the stupid study? No, this is a good study. Okay, go ahead. I, I, when we get to the <laughs> stupid study, I have to make the sound, the stupid sound. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, we like the stupid sound. So, so this study basically stated that there um, really is not the appropriate type of fully informed consent being given that's required ethically and legally. And the reason that they said that was because the numbers that were needed to be treated with these vaccines to prevent a single death had to be in the thousands before you could prevent one single death. And they stated that these mRNA vaccines are creating a greater risk of developing serious adverse effects such as myocarditis. And they saw that in London where there was an increased call for ambulances because of heart conditions in 2021. And they saw the same thing in Israel for those individuals between the ages of 16 to, to 39 years of age. So, Joe, this was in the Journal of Insulin Resistance in September of 2022. Another learned article is calling for the halting and the reappraisal of these vaccines. Why is it not happening? I ask you, why is it not happening? Well, I'm guessing it's money. I'm guessing it's because everybody's getting paid off. Everybody's on the dole at this point. As soon as we heard the Pfizer executive in Europe being questioned about whether they ever tested to see if it would stop transmission. And she said, no, we never even tested that. We knew that everybody down the line, including the Pfizer CEO, Borla, they all lied to us. 
We know that we everybody lied to us, so we had no informed consent whatsoever. And when you hear people like Peter McCullough say, any death that you can't explain in an otherwise healthy person, uh, but they're vaccinated, I'm going to look at it as a vaccine death. And, and when you start hearing that from people who are putting 40-year careers on the line, people like you who are putting your career on the line by saying the truth, we know that there needs to start being some pushback. But this is all about the dollar. This is all about misinforming us. Uh, it, it, some would say, in a conspiracy light, which could be true, this is about depopulation and controlling from the World Economic Forum and beyond. Um, I'm glad that people like you are unafraid. I'm glad that I just had uh, you know, I had Pierre on um, uh, the other day, uh, the, the doctor who's out there just like you are. I had uh, Malone on many, many times. You guys are unafraid. And I know you've told me personally, look, I'll lose my practice before I let them make me do something I, I shouldn't do. That's unethical. And that's the way it should be, to be honest with you. Now, Jesse, we don't have a ton of time, but let's do the stupid. <laughs> let's, let's do the stupidest report that you've seen. What do you have? All right. Well, I have the most stupid study that I have ever read. It comes out of a publication called biomedicine and i want you to to be ready for this joe okay you and i as unvaccinated are responsible for the myocarditis and blood clots of the vaccinated wait 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 wait. i'm sorry so the vaccinated we know some of the adverse effects are myocarditis and we know that some of the adverse effects are blood clots and we know that people have died many people have died from the vaccine Mm -hmm. because you and i are not vaccinated we caused Mm -hmm. it how yeah yeah it's your fault because you and I and others are creating a disease process called mental stress-induced myocardia ischemia, a condition <laughs> of decreased blood flow to the heart that causes vasoconstriction. That is and really stupid. Because of our anti-vaccine views, also known as an anti-vaxxer, that we are causing so much anxiety that it causes vascular constriction, and it is really the cause of the adverse effects associated with these vaccines. It's it's bizarro world for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's just <laughs> stupid, right? That, that's just dumb. But let's say there was something to pressure causing myocarditis and blood clots. Those of us who are unvaccinated are the ones who've been pressurized. It's not the vaccinated ones. They've been putting undue pressure on us since day one. There should be, we, sh- we should have skyrocketing myocarditis and blood clots in the unvaccinated, shouldn't we? Right. Absolutely. I should have a blood clot in every vessel. The, this study's giving me a blood clot. Pressure that I have faced. I mean, it, it's absolutely absurd. And, you know, here's the thing is that people will hear this, they will read this, and they will believe this. Now, I will tell you that this was published in a, um, uh, this was published by, the publishing company was the China Medical University. Well, imagine that. uh, Based in Taiwan, but it is in a journal called Biomedicine, and it has other great articles in there. I've read that, I've seen the journal, I've read the journal, it it produces some good articles. I cannot believe that bull poo-poo ends up in a medical journal like this, because that's exactly what this is. But this is the kind of real misinformation that gets out there. This is the misinformation. Well, without a doubt. And Jesse, the thing is, there are some big media outlets that will pick this up. And and I got to tell you, as stupid as it is, and as much as you just brought it up, I'm pretty sure I saw this on Twitter about a week ago. Um, that that for some reason, the unvaccinated are causing the vaccinated to have all these problems. And it was so stupid that I could not click the link. 
Because if I clicked the link, I would have felt I really was dumbing myself down and I lose some <laughs> IQ points, you know? Um, so so uh, that's what you just said is really true, though, isn't it? There are There's a faction of people that want to believe that the unvaccinated still are the unwashed and the horrible people and that we'll all die in this in the upcoming winter when, in fact, it's the vaccinated that are more at risk. But they need to believe that them going and getting the jab was righteous. This is a way to bolster them, isn't it? Absolutely. And if you try to go and counter this on someplace like Facebook, guess what's going to happen? They're going to keep you from being able to uh, obtain the, to ascertain the platform. They're going to block you. And so then this kind of thing becomes reality for many people. So then they're lining up, getting their vaccines, and then they're basically becoming haters of those that are unvaccinated because we're taking a stand and saying, no, there are too many risks associated with this vaccine that I have thoroughly studied and vetted through appropriate journals after discussion with other physicians. And it is something that is too risky for me. It's too risky for your child. It's right. too risky for your, uh, your, your, your parents. I mean, this, we're not fooling around here. The, the, the adverse effects are really starting to come through, and I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get it out more and more to the generalized public. Uh, Jesse, uh, Dr. Jesse Lopez, go to inspiration.health, inspiration.health. Make that happen. He does telemedicine, so go talk to him. Um, I've got maybe 10, 15 seconds. You said you had something for me at the end here. Yes, I do. I wanted to tell you a very Merry Christmas and a blessed Happy New Year. I just can't tell you what the show has meant to myself and to my patients. We see tons of folks that come through our doors who listen to you. And I really want to thank you for being a voice for freedom, a voice for medical freedom. And so I just really wish the best for you and your family this holiday season. So just be blessed, my friend. Uh, Jesse, let me tell you this. I'm honored that you said that, but really the honor is mine. I've learned so much. You you actually have texted me saying, you sound like an expert on this stuff. Well, I've learned it all from you and from a few others, but thank you so much for your friendship and thank you for just telling the truth. You've helped out countless people. Thanks a million. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, my friend. Merry Christmas, brother. Thank you. I mean, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Not a whole lot of time left. Do you want to get some pop culture? Dirty pop. What's happening, Polo? So this announcement came out yesterday that the third installment of uh, the Wonder Woman franchise isn't moving forward with uh, director Patty Jenkins. I guess she had submitted her, I guess they call it treatment for for the movie, and they said it wasn't, um, it didn't fit the new plans that they have, and um, she backed out. Wow, gotta go. See you, bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.